Hi guys, good evening. Welcome to WTS WGS. My name is Mafeng Kim. We're especially grateful today because tomorrow, da 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 da, WTS WGS will be a year old. Guys, it's it's really been God, and I'm grateful for His grace. I'm grateful for His love and His provision for the many partners and great people that God has used to bless WTS WGS, and we are grateful for listening, for sharing, for subscribing to the channel, so that the word goes round. Thank you. Thank you, Nigeria. Thank you, Ghana. Thank you, USA. Thank you, UK. Thank you, France. Thank you, Australia. Thank you, Switzerland. Thank you, South Africa. And any other place where we have listeners, thank you so much. We at WTS, WGS love you, and I love you all. Today's focus is a... So I just got saved. And then I took an interview of sorts from a few believers to ask a question. And I have a few answers written down. Now, the question is, in your own words, what is the most beautiful thing about being born again? Now, I asked someone I'm going to call David. Yes, his name is David. He said, it's the fact that I could see life and people through God's lens of love. A young lady named Rachel. Rachel said, the most beautiful thing about my being born again is the ability to fellowship with God, to hear him speak to me clearly and to just enjoy his presence. Another David. So yeah, this is a different person. He said, I discovered my true identity, my inheritance in Christ. I also found true love. And one more person, Nanbian, Nanbian said, Sincerely, the most beautiful thing is hearing God for myself and the knowledge of the presence of the Holy Spirit. Oh, this is beautiful. I think these are very interesting answers. Because... One thing is this, man is spirit, he has a soul, and he lives in a body. The spirit, the soul, and the body, they all have different needs. And it's easy to get carried away when we're catering for the needs of one, that we ignore the other. And especially when the need is physical, then we tend to ignore every other thing and focus on that physical one. But true life really begins when you get born again. Jesus said, I am come that they may have life and have it more abundantly. That is what being born again does for you. It gives you access to that life of God. So if you're not born again and you want to be, pray this prayer with me. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, I believe in Jesus Christ, your Son. I believe he died and was raised again for me. I believe he is alive today and I confess with my mouth 
that today Jesus is the Lord of my life. I receive eternal life into my spirit. I am a child of God. I am born again. Glory to God. Congratulations. You are now born again. Now, aside the fact that you don't get the opportunity to get saved when you feel you've enjoyed life. One reason I feel sorry for those who say, I want to enjoy life first before I get born again, is this. Being born again is not the entirety of Christianity. They think Christianity is just get born again, die, go to heaven. No, sir. It is just the beginning. It's a life, a whole new life. It's like you buy a new house and you move into it. And then you need to create structures, create a system, put infrastructures in place in your house to accommodate your needs. You're going to be sleeping there. You're going to be living there. Not just to enter, but to live life. For you to grow. For you to progress. For you to be established in your safe environment. Thus, after you get born again, if the Bible says to get baptized, please do so as soon as you can. If it says to pray in the spirit, to speak in tongues, and it does say so, then get your way around it as soon as you can. If the word says to go find a body of believers that believe in the word of God and consistently fellowship there, then by all means do so. It's a whole new life you've been born into. And the word of God contains structures, technologies, and systems that are designed to lead us in that spiritual growth from babyhood right down through Christian life. Peter in 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 2 says, As newborn babes, desire the sincere milk of the word of God, that ye may grow thereby. Getting born again is God's desire for us. The Bible speaks of him as God who will have all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth, to be immersed in him completely while he infills us from within such that we are inseparable with his spirit. So you see, it's a whole new life. When I first got born again, it was enough for me to remain there. I didn't see the need to grow past that point. And so for many years, I didn't. I was just living life. I'm born again. Hallelujah. But not until I began taking deliberate steps to grow did I actually begin growing. That I began to see the real fruits of what I had done by giving my life to Christ. You see, growth never occurs by accident. There are deliberate steps that one has to take to grow in the knowledge of God. It's God's design for us to grow. Yes, it is in his school of the spirit that we are transformed from where we are to where he wants us to be. But guys, it has to be deliberate. That's where patience, faith, love, virtue, character are built in us. Our souls are renewed daily and the process never stops. You never outgrow growth in Christ. No, it is a steady process. Steady. 2 Peter 3.18 says, But grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So when you get born again, the next thing to do is to seek growth 
and increase in the knowledge of God. You can grow in grace. You can grow in the knowledge of God to begin to seek his presence like never before. These things open up your spiritual mind and help your spiritual growth. They are not just things you should do to please any man. As a matter of fact, if any man is pleased when you do these things, let it just be because it's a coincidence that you're pleasing God and it happens to please that person, not because you're doing it to please that person. No. To be born again means that you believe in the sacrifice of Jesus. You've confessed in your heart the Lordship of Jesus Christ and accepted Him. You've confessed His Lordship and not just your sins. Romans 10, 8-12 in the King James it says, What saith it then? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is, the word of faith which we preach. Verse 9, That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. 10. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. That is it, guys. 11 says, For the scripture saith, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. This is the principle. It is a one-time thing. There are so many myths that are going around right now, around being born again. And then lots of people are genuinely confused, right? They ask questions like, how does one get saved? Going to church in itself doesn't get you saved, even though you may get born again while you're in church. Believing in many gods definitely doesn't get you saved. You don't get saved merely because you give your all to the church or to the poor or because of your good deeds, though that in itself is not a bad thing. You don't get saved because you were born in a Christian home or because you bear a Christian name. No. The Bible, the devil will tell you lies. See, he will tell you lies. He'll tell you lies like you need to get clean before God accepts you. That God doesn't want you because you're dirty. So fix yourself first before you come to God. That some of the sins that you've sinned, they're unpardonable. And as such, God won't forgive you or that he doesn't want you. That you need to clean your mess before you come to get. Well, guess what? There are lies. Believe that Jesus died for everyone, took away the sin problem in God's sight, was buried and resurrected with him. And I am brand new. Receive this free gift. And don't even start about trying to clean up your mess before you come to it. God loves you just as you are, but he loves you too much to leave you the way you are. There is so much more that you can be. Ah, thank you, Jesus, for your love. Play this message over and over. Let it sink into you. Let it sink. I.
Thank you, Jesus, for your love. Thank you, Jesus, for your love. Father, we say thank you. Glory to God. So, a couple of people have been wondering, this apocalypse you keep talking about, what is it really? The apocalypse is a weekly devotional written by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. It is the life-changing material you need to ensure you keep going in your Christian faith with articles on various portions of scripture, the Bible in year, study plan, guide, and much more. Every article will bless you immensely. So what are you waiting for? Send me a message in the email in the description box to get your own free copy and begin your own exciting journey. Thank you so much for listening. God bless you all. Please don't forget to like this episode, share the link, subscribe to the podcast, and let the word get around. I love, love, love you guys. Bye.